Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, international best-selling indie author, Carissa Andrews, and CEO of Author Revolution, the indie author source for all things rapid releasing. This episode is sponsored by my upcoming course, Rapid Release Roadmap. If you're an indie author who's looking to not only build a sustainable income, but a sustainable lifelong author career, Rapid Release Roadmap will be an author course like no other. In it, I'm taking a holistic approach to how we can manage the planning, writing, publishing, and promoting of four books every single year. Not only will we leverage the power of the series, but we will be diving into the strategies and tactics that make the most out of our marketing efforts. If you'd like to be notified when Rapid Release Roadmap opens, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash RRR dash waitlist. Okay, so let's talk about BookBub again, shall we? Earlier this year, January 21st to be exact, I got my very first BookBub feature deal. There was crying, there was confetti, and of course, a lot of books that went out the door. But now that the year is coming to a close, I wanted to dive back in and really look at the effectiveness of that campaign to see if it really is worth as much of the hype as we think it is. Interestingly, my results kind of surprised me. Now, last time, you'll remember that I was pretty darn thrilled with the results. I had over 16,000 downloads of the book, which was Pindamas, and hit some great charts and rankings and had a nice bump in sales especially in comparison to 2019 when I was wide and waiting to get a BookBub deal. I digress. (laughs) So before I give you my final take on the year-long test of this promo, let's go over some of the numbers. I know, I know, numbers, blah, but we authors gotta get better at these numbers. Yes, myself included. So first off, let's talk about the sales. Throughout 2020, Pendamus alone has had 267 sales and brought in roughly $900 in royalties as of 12-21-2020. Although to be clear, that number does include page reads and paperback copies sold through Amazon. Now, sales of Pendamus have held steady since January, which is, by the way, again, when I had that buck bub deal, and then it stayed steady all the way through to May. But it did slowly decline after that as my ad spend had to switch from being all around to more secret legacy and the Windhaven Witches focused. By October, it started to pick back up again when I redistributed all my ad spend across the books. Next, let's take a quick look at page reads. Now for the year, I've had 137,000 pages read on Amazon's Kindle Unlimited program as well. Again, just for Pendamus. If I add in the other books of the Pendamus Chronicles series, that number jumps up to nearly 400,000. But more than that, my sales jump from the 267 to 702, and royalties jump just $200 shy of $4,000. I know these are not insane numbers here, guys, but I feel this was a pretty good number considering most of my efforts were put in the list aim for Secret Legacy after the whole BookBub deal. And finally, let's talk about read-through. The biggest area that I always want to focus on is the read-through because it's all fine and good to talk about the numbers, but if people aren't actually reading the series, that can throw up some red flags, right? Now, when I went in to calculate my read-through for this series, I was surprised to find that the numbers were actually really good for those who purchased the series. But interestingly, 
pretty low for the freebie giveaway from BookBub. Now first, let's include the paid orders for this book, and then I'll go over the read-through from the freebie version of it as well. Okay, so of those who purchased the book, meaning the ebook or the physical copies of Pandamus, 54.31% went on to purchase a copy of Polarities, book two. A good rule of thumb, guys, just so that you're aware, is that when you have a full price book and you go on to have the next book, the read-through should roughly be about 50 to 60% from book one to book two. So this one's right on the mark. Now you might be wondering about how the freebie skews that number, and I was too, so we'll get there in a minute. For those who purchase polarities then, 87.59% went on to read Revolutions, which was the final book. Overall, the cumulative read-through rate was 47.57, which means almost half of the readers who purchased a copy of Pandamus went on to read the whole series. Now, when I look at the page reads through Kindle Unlimited, those numbers are actually even better. My read-through from Pandamus to Polarities is 76.55%, and from Polarities to Revolutions, it jumps up to 83.3%. The cumulative read-through for page reads is then 63.77%. And I know this is a lot of numbers to throw at you guys, but the key takeaway here is to know that roughly 48 to 64% of readers went on to read the entire series this year if they purchased a copy. However, if you add in the freebies in January, the read-through from Pandamus to Polarities drops significantly. In the end, there were 16,448 copies of Pandamus given away. Yes, through the BookBub deal, they were free. But only 145 then went on to buy the book too. That's a read-through rate of a really measly, piddly, horrible, ugh, 0.87%. And ideally, with a free book, you want to be averaging 3 to 6% if you can help it. So with that in mind, I think I can say with fairly good accuracy that the majority of people who downloaded through BookBub never even opened the book. Ugh. So how do I know that? Well, I'm glad you asked. The last time this series was in KU was in 2018, and it was also the year that Amazon chose Pandamas as a prime reading title. So I was curious to see how those numbers stacked up in comparison. So interestingly, the numbers didn't deviate a whole lot from the paid read-through rate I talked about at first. Now remember when I said that I was curious if BookBub readers would have skewed that read-through rate? As it turns out, no, not a whole lot. The read-through rate stayed almost identically the same, as long as I ignored those freebies, of course. So in 2018, my read-through rate landed at 48.49% for sales and 78.37% for page reads. Now you see what I mean? They're almost exactly the same. Before it was 48 to 64%, now it's 48 to 78%. So technically the page reads for, or the read-through for page reads in 2018 was actually better but they're not a whole lot different. If anything, like I said, read-through was still better in 2018 without the BookBub deal. So what does that tell me? It says that my normal read-through rate for people reading the entire series is at or around 60% when averaged out. So the lackluster read-through from BookBub is really, in my mind, a cautionary tale that even if you put your book up for free with BookBub, the chances of those people going on to read that book or your entire series, it's not super stellar. 
However, I will say that when I look into the nitty gritty of those page reads from KU, 2020 still kicked 2018's butt in a lot of ways. And I'm sure that that did have a lot to do with BookBub. I nearly doubled the page reads this year, which also increased the value of the series from $3.72 per KU reader to $6.03 per KU reader. Meaning that if someone started reading on KU, this entire series, originally in 2018, I could have claimed and known for a fact I'd earned $3.72. Now this year, I'd be claiming $6.03. So that's a pretty good leap. All right, timeline-wise though, let's take a look at that. I would like to say that when looking at the sales and KU Reads tail, the biggest gains were obviously in January for sales, but they did hold steady, surprisingly, until about July. So there was an initial drop in February when it came to the actual sales because the, the BookBub deal was January 21st after all, so that does make sense. But the page reads maxed out in February because it takes a little bit of time for you know the page reads to catch up. And the KU reader tail actually held out pretty steady until July and August as well. Now, when everything looks like it took a kind of a backseat was September when the Windhaven Witches was coming out and I was really pushing that the most. So when I look at this campaign and the strategy overall, would I do it again? Now, I don't think I would do a free download next time. Instead, I think I'll try for a 99 cent deal and here's why. I would rather cut out all of those freebie hunters and focus in more on the readers who might actually read the series. Even if ultimately I get fewer sales and don't go as high in the rankings, that's okay. Pandamus is currently, and has been for a while, a really good read. And right now it's also $3.99 for the ebook. So if 50 to 60% of those readers are still willing to purchase the book and then go on to the second and third books, which are also $3.99, that tells me that the price point isn't a huge deterrent. So my goal is really to offer a special offer to the people who probably would already pay for the book, but who would appreciate a special offer just to get started. Does that make sense? I will also mention that as this year wraps up, I'm laying out some new marketing strategies to test out for 2021. You know me, guys. I can't sit still and I have to be your guinea pig, right? Now that I have another series out there that I can use to pull its weight in KU for a bit, I'm going to be taking a bunch of my other books that aren't performing as well in KU as I'd like, as well as the Pandamus Chronicles, and I'm going to be placing them wide using draft to digital Right now, I'm committing to a three-year plan to grow my base wide across sites like Barnes & Noble and Apple Books, Google, all that good fun stuff. In fact, this week, I was just in talks with Apple Books to see how I can better partner with them as my books start to transition over. They gave me some interesting things to mull over, and once I've started to test out those theories, you'll be the first to know which ones worked. Now, most of this stuff, it's all long-term. It's not going to be implemented until February when my KU contracts start to end. And of course, once those books are wide again, I do plan to go out for another BookBub featured deal just to test that 99 cent version. Of course, if they'll let me, because we all know how hard it is to get one of those things. <laughs> all right. So to wrap up this episode, I want to remind you too about the waiting list for rapid release roadmap. I'm going to be going into all these types of strategies and so much more inside the course and in the exclusive Facebook community meant specifically for Rapid Release Roadmap students. 
Doors are going to be opening January 12th, and they'll only be open for one week. So if you're interested in an indie author course that really does teach you how to be profitable, be sure you're signed up to get notified when the cart opens. Additionally, you can also hop into any one of my live webinars during that week to learn more about the program. And I will say there is a pretty sweet exclusive bonus in there if you do show up. Remember, you can sign up for the waitlist by going to authorrevolution.org forward slash RRR waitlist. Last but not least, if you would like to download the transcript today for this episode or get a link to the original BookBub results episode, stop by the show notes at authorrevolution.org forward slash 60. All right, my right early friend, that's it for this week. Next week, I'll stop by real quick to give 2020 a final farewell. Mm, Or maybe a kick in the pants. I'm not quite sure which. (laughs) But in the meantime, I wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday season. So without further ado, it is time for you to go forth and start your author revolution.